Growing up with a cane pole in his hand Like a food dream sitting down by the street That leads him to the corpus there Give him a shotgun to please his mind Give them quail a few reasons to fly Living in the city just ain't for me I wanna go back to the country Take me to Texas I wanna go down that open road And Take me to Texas I wanna see how far this country goes And Take me to Texas I wanna go down that open road and Take me to Texas I wanna see how far this country goes Fill up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can That's funny. We're starting the show off today. By the way, it's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch. But we call it home every Sunday morning, 7 to 9, right here on the Outdoor Zone Radio Network. Uh, My name is TJ Graney. That's Cody Ryan. Good morning, Texas. And the world. Beefsteak is in the house. Oh yeah, he's back. Return I of the beef. Twenty one. I would just naturally get this amazing intro. <laughs> Apparently not. Same. Uh, ra- it didn't work. <laughs> Road rash is the ranch hand that gets here early, makes sure the gate gets open, the old pot belly stove gets fired up, and puts some foil on the wire coat hanger that we have that produces the signal out to you. Uh, and uh, we're just excited to be here. This is the number one outdoor show on radio, and uh, you're tuned in. I uh, the conversation in here has already gone from oh my gosh, from <laughs> beefsteaks, uh, hot tub, hot tub adventure, hot tub, uh, baking, um, with special barefoot, <laughs> illegal uh, cigarettes. Corona. I didn't make them. And we haven't even been on being in here for like at the ranch for five minutes. By the way, so welcome to our little world. Diesel mechanic. Oh yeah, Yeah. diesel uh, jeeps. Jeeps. Drive in as Daisy Duke Jeep this morning. And we're like three minutes of uh, conversation between ourselves. And, and we're pretty much talked out. So. Yeah. <laughs> we're done. No, actually, we're not. I haven't had so, my first sip of coffee yet. Oh, my Cody, gosh. I'm Cody Ryan, ready. I wanted to give you your late uh, Christmas present. Oh. Uh, oh. Yeah. It's I'm a. Uh, so excited. Yes. Three free bubbles with beefsteak. <laughs> Bubble your trouble away in the uh, hot tub arama. And you get three of them. Two of them can be without me, but one of them, ha- I have to be there. Without you? Yes, if you want to, you can bring somebody. Hey, uh, honey, <laughs> we're dropping the baby off at the grandparents. <laughs> I've got a special, special date for you. It's, uh, yeah, tubbing with beefsteak. You beef know, beefsteak <laughs> in the neighborhood, down Bubble. the road. I'm thinking about Overlooking the community pool. I've got his gate code. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm thinking that like uh, TJ does this uh, special, uh, you know, Airbnb. What about like air bubbles? And I have, you know, oh, you bubble your out. troubles. Yeah, you just deck out air the bubbles. whole bubble your whole deck. Bu- and... Bubble your troubles away with beefsteak. And I've got it all down for a half an hour. It's fifty bucks. I feel like you right? should take like a counseling. I feel like I feel like this is like uh, one of those ads you don't click on on Craigslist. <laughs> click a uh, clickbait. Yeah, yeah, this is no bubble your troubles away with beefsteak. Fifty dollars an hour, or you get the special package. With, oh gosh, with... no, 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 no! This is a kid show. This is a with, uh, family show. Backstrap and beef jerky. 
with a 30-minute intermission, and you get an hour and a half. That's what they call it, huh? Yeah, it'll be great because, you know, you're not Cops supposed will to be like online doing their online perusing for folks, and they're like, hey, So, did I tell you guys? Word. Did I tell you guys that? I posted something on Craigslist oh, last yes. week. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I told you about it. Yeah, I didn't hear about it. So you, you, I mean, if I didn't hear about it, they turned my ad into a show? drug ad. Oh yeah, I did hear about yes. that. I'm sorry, everybody heard about that. So, so hey, did you answer it? And it was put under a tree with a rock on top in the back of my house. Yeah, actually, belt? it did. It had an address, uh, GPS coordinates, right, right over next to your house. I was wondering who that. I wonder why why that drop off happened over there. Well, it's I working. Hope, I hope after the show that you go home and there's a black unmarked. <laughs> Crown Vic sitting across the street <laughs> from your house. My neighbor. Hey, yeah. so uh, so New Year's Eve went down, and people were out, and we still have electricity. And yeah, and, and the world has shut down. Remember in two thousand, yep. the like I what's going to happen? I've lived through many of those. So we were flipping through an album, and I had this incredible idea in the year nineteen ninety nine to two thousand. And I had a cardboard piece of cardboard that I had spray painted 2000 on in yellow. And I wanted to get a picture of everybody where what they were doing when it turned 2000 and what was going to happen. And so Clarissa, you know, she was in her bed asleep. So I took a picture of it, you know, and what we were doing during that whole time. And uh, yes, we did think the world was going to end or electricity was going to no, get no, shut no, off. No. no, we did not think that. Well, we were prepared for it. Oh, this was the only thing I I was, was slightly concerned ago. with was that the computers. This two decades ago. Yes, I'm sorry. That the, the computers ago, yeah. just would not turn on mm-hmm. because they didn't understand how to switch. But the everything's first run number. by computers. Well, you, so, just, you, you know. just have to not make sure you're twenty not, years ago into not your everything. phone line. <laughs> that coal burning power plants not run 20 years ago by oh, I bet they computers. Are. I AOL bet they are. made it through. So you are all right. <laughs> so a lot of, uh, I was rooting for all my buddies that own restaurants in Austin and around. We went to, Mrs. Graney and I went to an eatery and movie combo place mm-hmm. and, uh, there was a few people in there. It was cool. We, you know, it was a great way for us. We were back home, and uh, but I, you know, what was really crazy was the fireworks. I mean, everywhere. It must oh be. It must have. They must have sold record th- amounts, record numbers. Yeah. July fourth. That's and funny. Then, that's and fu- then this year. That's huh? funny because we live out in the country now, and I thought, oh, this is going to be crazy. Well, it was cold and wet new year's eve right it was just a nasty new year's eve and i mean i think we heard on a neighboring ranch one firework go off it was like that was it and that was it it was like okay that was new year's man but last night or was it last night i believe last night last night or the night before it was a nice evening no it was new year's day the night of new year's day that's when we were driving back at night after a long ordeal. And uh, uh, we saw a ton of fireworks going off. Everywhere. It was like, we're not Everywhere. doing this New Year's Eve. My neighborhood was like we're waiting, uh, Bunker in, in Hill. In New Year's Day, it was beautiful. You know, beautiful night. Didn't matter calm. how cold it was. People were out. Bam, just like, must have been $500 each worth oh, of my, fireworks, Yeah, man. my neighbors and all the people that I know that own firework stands and are, you know, in the firework business, it was, like, record-breaking July 4th, record-breaking Christmas, New Year's. So, Cody's right. It was uh, about like- the same adventure as when 2000, where we didn't know what was going to happen, 2021 came up. And everybody's like, oh, thank God that's over, right? Well, I know, Looking. which is ironic because it's really just the next day. But uh, uh, you know, the, the funny thing, the funniest thing I thought about the firework thing being that it's record sales and fireworks is that we just had, we just bought the most explosives from China that we've ever bought. Hmm. 
Wonder what they put in there. You want to <laughs> put it down that way? We just bought the most explosive devices. Speaking of right, speaking is that, of, I mean, is yeah, that, that that is on a on a kind of a weird year to be. My mom would buying. have never accepted a <laughs> package she of fireworks from some plan to rain down China. Wufan, Wufan fireworks flu. come from so, China. but one of the but on on but New Year's Eve night, you know, you said you were going out to a movie. I don't know what Cody did. He's probably with you or something. I heard nothing. there was a big reveal. No, I did nothing but, um, on New Year's Eve. But well, we moved in. We moved in our yeah, new house. Yeah, you were in our new house. I had a uh, well, congratulations. Thanks. And I had a uh, I had an idea that I thought my wife I was going to announce, you know, New Year's Eve. I was like, "You know what? I'm going out deer hunting on New Year's Day. Going to get an early start to longer weekend, right?" I she didn't think that was as fun as what I thought it was going to be. <laughs> no. When I told her, I guess it was the timing. I told her on New Year's Eve. Hey, I'm think I'm gonna go out tomorrow. She's like, "You're gonna leave on New Year's Day to go out." So I'm going today instead. <laughs> <laughs> so after the show, gonna go to church, then I'm gonna go and uh, spend two days out there. <clears throat> yep, do a little f- clean up, a little final. Yep. Yep. That's yep. good. You got permission. I'm so doing you the were same grounded? thing. I don't know or about what? being grounded. I think it, you have to put, the, I mean, New Year's Eve and New Year's Day, I guess she expected me to be there. Yeah. What well, do you think? Well, I mean, y'all spent time with your families, right? So, I mean, yeah. I guess she figured I I'm would doing, too. I'm doing the same thing. I'm going out to the ranch. I'm going to take some boys out. We're going to kill some deer, do a little end of the year wrap up. Um, my my favorite part of the whole New Year's everything, fireworks and um, everything, was the... Um, Reveal on Saturday. Or n- on, no, that was... so. That, that was your favorite. On, were you on second favorite? New Year's Eve that, that people were just flocking outside, that they were going to restaurants that they were just out there restaurant guys were getting thousand dollar fine tickets and they just said okay and just kept on going so i love that um i love that the um fireworks people in all the neighborhood apps it was funny they were like don't forget fireworks are illegal in the city of austin and that just did not matter (laughs) one bit uh and then of course yeah, I went uh, New Year's Day to my daughter's house, and there was a giant reveal that I'm going to have a granddaughter July. Yeah. And so uh, yes. dig, nice. dig having the little girls around. And then, to top it all off, yesterday I had my grandson and uh, had him all day. Brady had Brady all day yesterday. He went to his first KOZ meeting I heard with about David that. Porter. Yep. And uh, got his first dog get... tag, and those guys were just got back from Florida with a huge, like, like four gallon bags full of uh, uh, squirrel, mm. and cut them all up, fried them right there. And so I got to be there with the boys. We mm-hmm. just ate fried uh, squirrel and baked beans. That is, and there was a dozen boys there that were just living large and it was beautiful so this year started good well it it has so far so good yes exactly make sure you stock up on your firearms and ammunition if you're not already doing so there's a uh a big push in the firearm industry to uh provide you with the finest of firearms and mcbrides is the place to find them With the way society is pounding on our rights to own guns, it's imperative we support our local gun shops, the ones we trust with our constitutional rights, McBride's Guns. Whether you need a gunsmith or uh, looking for just the right firearm for personal carry, you'll find McBride's in the same place it's been for years, right there at the corner of 30th and Lamar. Give them a call, 512-472-3532 or online McBride'sGuns.com. McBride's Guns. They're your hometown gun shop. All right, regulators. We'll be back right after this. We got uh, 
Cody's going to talk a little bit of fishing, and then we'll get into our regular segments for this week with Armed Citizen and News of the Weird. There's so much today, and you don't want to miss one minute. Just stick with us. It's the Outdoor Zone Live in the Bunkhouse, 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Hey, American Blood Brothers, this is Ted Nugent on the Outdoor Zone, live from the bunkhouse with my blood brother, TJ. Whack them and stack them, would you? All right. Welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone, live in the bunkhouse. Man, you need to get over to Maxwell Supercenter right now. It's the biggest sale of the year is happening right now. Over, uh, save over thirteen thousand off MSRP on a twenty twenty Ram fifteen hundred Longhorns, zero percent for eighty four months or zero percent for seventy two months on the new Rams and Jeeps. There's no way these deals could get any better. Right? Wrong. You still won't make any payments until twenty twenty one. We're the number one volume sales leader in Central Texas, and we plan to keep it that way with record-breaking sales and savings. So our biggest event ever means seriously massive discounts for you. This is it. The very last hours of the biggest savings ever come save thousands at Nile Maxwell Supercenter, 620 and 183 in Austin or online at So uh, lots of fish and stuff going on, uh, even though... It's January, but the new year is bringing in uh, lots of potential for this next year with new tournament trails, the National Professional Fishing League that I'll be fishing starting in March. Pretty excited about that. Plus, Sam Rayburn, a big tournament this past weekend, starting off the uh, uh, BFL League there at Sam Rayburn. 40 pounds, 10 ounces on Sam Rayburn, best five. Uh, fish for the day wins <laughs> so crushing big ones on sam rayburn is um it just it amazes me that a lake like sam rayburn gets pressured so much there's at least at least one tournament every single week and a lot of times more than that 56 tournaments minimum a year you know you're averaging 20 40 150 boats in these tournaments and it just keeps producing fish after fish after fish so and it's not like it's not a place you can go and just go anywhere on the lake and cast and catch a fish you know you got to figure them out but well and, and that's not even including all the fish that are getting hooked pre tournament all the oh, stuff yeah, during the, the week the guys out guys yeah the guys pre-fishing for the tournaments and yeah everything that's happening yeah it's just it just it's, it's just an that that is mother nature at her finest it is uh it is a phenomenal fishery but you mm-hmm. still got to figure them out and that's the thing i think a lot of people get have misconceptions about and i think i may have talked about it uh before about like a lake fork right renowned lake a renowned fishery everybody knows about it i mean countrywide if not worldwide about lake fork the historic lake fork but in reality you and i go there today we put the boat in and we go fishing we're not going to crush them more than likely we're gonna it's gonna take us a few days to figure out how to catch a few fish on that lake and 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 lake fork being the world-renowned lake it's not that big it's really not it's not but you really not knowing it seems big because you have to idle (laughs) half the lake uh, with all the stumps and you know well one of the instructions you know um and and i don't want anybody to hear this but uh (laughs) choke canyons like really come back strong there's a lot of good fish. A fishing lot on of guys. Choke Canyon. Yeah, I'm seeing some posts where guys are down there. I'm like, oh man. Yeah, fishing's really good. A lot of uh, it has to do with grass. I mean, the grass came back, and uh, there's some water back in it. 
the fish have had several years. The baits had several years to, you know. I wonder what the gar and population that kind of thing because you know they that was a the gar capital for well we've seen giant long time giant, giant gar, gar in choke canyon we've seen them in falcon we've seen yeah, them uh, yeah, that's true uh, you know there's alligators all through choke canyon that you'll see <laughs> um i think the big predatory creatures like that are good for a big bass fishery you because, know one of the things that i I just see the correlation happens time and time again where you have giant alligator gar or alligators and big bass. And I don't know if it, you know, yeah, if it's I wouldn't a, think it's alligator. You know, you got to have something in there that's. Well, I think it has to do with managing population, right? If there's not enough people taking fish out of a certain fishery there's not as many fish probably in choke canyon but the average size is better you go wonder, to lake travis managing the population is a lot harder it's a lot longer bigger vast amount of water to try and cover a lot deeper to try and find those fish and so managing those overall populations plus it doesn't have a whole lot of it, so it doesn't have a whole lot of places for um bait to stack up as i don't know how to explain it but it's 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 well i just just managed a little bit different i just than some of those shallower lakes with giant predatory animals that really control the population i think i just i guess just my personal i long for the um for the old bass in and yeah, uh, those, you know those are d- we used days to go down. Past. We used to go down there and hang out at Nolan's place and eat a big breakfast and fish and I mean it was it was a really really cool times, season times of the past that was a season indeed. Hey, we've got Skeeter John on the phone with us. We got Skeeter John calling in. Good morning, sir. Hey, good morning. How are you guys? We're good. We're good. Happy hey, there you. <laughs> yeah, happy new year. Back from the dead. Happy holidays. Yeah, happy happy new year. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Hey, uh, have you been out? I saw a couple boats going to Fayette this morning. Not far, uh, being that I'm just a few miles down the road now. Uh, I saw a few boats heading that direction. Yeah, actually, going to fish Travis today with a buddy. But we were at Fayette. Um, a week from Monday, I guess it was Monday after after Christmas, and uh, it was good. We ended up with another, you know, about 48, which we've been averaging about 50, 55 fish, but it's, uh, it's still producing. The water's a lot warmer than Travis. It was about 65, 66 degrees. You know, Travis, we were on Travis yesterday, and it was like a, a, a cold 54, 55, but, um, you know, the, the Carolina rig bite, was was okay we caught probably 15 or 20 fish on the carolina rig bite kind of out deep and mid lake stuff but they were really small our, our best fish um came shallow on crankbaits and and rattle traps kind of early and late so don't fish are still there it's just, hey you have to look around quiet 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 <laughs> people think it's winter time you need to go deep with that carolina rig and just stay out there leave the bank to me don't get yeah, up there on the yeah. bank yeah. Now, now Travis is a different story. You were talking about forty-pound sacks on on Rayburn. I'm pretty sure that I could take thirty trips on Travis and not catch forty pounds. It's uh, it's tough. Have you been out? Have you been out fishing at all? And I'm curious. Are you going to fish the uh, the MLS that's coming to Travis in late April, early May? If you're league fishing. No, no, I'm not. But uh, I, I, you know, will likely be uh, in the shadows. You know, hanging around, being that it's my you know i would claim as probably my home lake but um i am uh i am excited to see what those those guys do um and and yeah it'll be interesting i love that i mean all my life i've been waiting for major events to come to our hometown you know our our backyard and so it's cool to kind of start seeing that being accepted and and now that we've had some Bassmaster events, some FLW stuff come through town, and uh, MLF stuff coming to town, it's just it's neat for me because I know that the opportunities 
coming. I fished one of those major events. I couldn't get in as a as a pro, so I fished it as a co-angler a couple of years ago, and that was a lot of fun. But it's exciting for me to potentially just because it's now becoming somewhere that's accepted to have a major bass event that we'll have one that I'll be able to uh, to fish one day. So it's exciting. I love yeah. Travis. I love getting bites. You know, I'm a I'm a bite guy. I like to catch I like to catch fish. I don't like to sit on one hump all day hoping that a eight pounder rolls in. Um, yeah, yeah, and it's it's getting better. I mean, it's definitely it's definitely cycled and it's gotten gotten really good. But yeah, the MLF will be interesting. I've been thinking, I've been ta- talking to my dad about you know do I do I volunteer? Do I be a marshal? And I don't know what would be you know would it be terrible sitting in a boat for four or five days and knowing you couldn't cast and fish and watching them catch <laughs> fish, or sitting there and enjoying you know an opportunity to learn from, you know, Clark Winlet or Brian there, you know, some professionals out there and, and being able to see how they dissect the lake. But I don't know. It'd be part, part reward, part torture to be out there. Well, and, and I think the Marshall program, I haven't done it personally. I know several, several guys that have, and uh, I've been told time and time again that it's a, um, it's a, it's a real, real cool opportunity um to learn and learn from different you know just the way that those guys react in different situations and how they um adapt and change and and think or you know you'll see some of them crumble at certain times and um so i i'm a big fan of if people are teetering with the idea to do it i think it's a i think it's a a great opportunity to like I said, I mean, when are you going to get the chance to get in the boat with those guys? Regardless yep. if you make a cast or not. I mean, we can go out, you and I can go out in the boat and we can cast all day and may not catch a fish, but to see, you know, the guys at that level go out and and just see how they pick apart different things, especially a lot of these guys haven't don't have a whole lot of experience on Travis. And that's the kind of the thing that intrigues me with the idea is that they're going to they're going to take an approach possibly to the lake that we've never even conceived or thought of. I mean, remember years and years and years ago uh, when FLW first came to Lake Travis in the early 2000s, I believe it was uh one of the guys, I believe he got second place, which nobody remembers second, but uh, f- finished or, or almost won the tournament on a floating fly in the marinas. I was going to say Odd Defoe. It was Odd Defoe. Yeah. Like the, the popping cork. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and that's like, what? Of course, I went to Cabela's immediately and tried to talk to the fly guy and tried to figure out something I could throw on a spinning rod that was a floating fly with a clear popper. And, I mean, I I tinkered with that for a year before I threw it all away but uh <laughs> i still have that fly box somewhere with all those flies that i bought but you know it's those kind of things that it's like what what are they doing and then nearly win a tournament a major event you know so yeah. i think it's i think it's really cool and and even if you pick up something from the guy that gets 23rd place but he's catching them away that you've never caught them that's going to come up someday somehow somewhere so yeah, I think it's yeah. a cool and you, opportunity. And, and, yeah, and what would be there would be such a, a, a stark difference between going and and watching the pros in an MLF, which you know they they have a one pound or a two pound limit, so they can catch as many fish and they don't take them back to the limit. Versus watching how a pro would do like a five fish limit tournament, how they have to handle fish over that five days or four days, three days, whatever it is. Right. Where they have to, you know, they can't overfish a, popu- a, a spot, especially on Travis, doesn't have a huge population of fish. So, I mean, just those two circuits and how they, they do the weigh-in is so so dramatically different. It would be it'd be interesting to see how they, they manage the fish. But anyway, yeah. I just figured I'd call in. I, I got to get, get to going with Herman being fired at Texas. I, I like my chances <laughs> of being the new offensive coordinator, so I got to get out and start recruiting. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's that's that, and there's no better place to do that than on the boat at Lake Travis. Hey, Skeeter John, good talking to you, buddy. God bless. Happy right, New you Year. Guys, you guys stay safe. Yeah, hey. You too.
Hey, archery country, whether you're an avid bow hunter or chasing elk, whether you got that bow or not, this is the time of year to go by there and get the clearance specials and all the end of the year specials, the new year specials on all their bows, all the gear right now. If you got some stuff for Christmas, these are the guys that can help make sure you got it on right. All the They have all the extra accessories, gears, targets, arrows, everything you need on site and available for professional installation every day. Austin Archery Country has Austin's only full-size range. Go and shoot that bow. Get it tuned up. 8121 Research Boulevard, AustinArcheryCountry.com, AustinArcheryCountry.com. Coming up, news the weird you don't want to miss it. It is the number one outdoor radio show in Texas. You're listening to it live right here, 24-7, 365, at your favorite podcast places or theoutdoorzone.com Hey, this is Jeff Foxworthy and you're listening to two of my favorite rednecks, TJ and Cody on the Outdoor Zone. Hi, welcome back. It is the Outdoor Zone. Everyone at some point needs to have their vehicle repaired, and it can be hard to find a mechanic you can trust. We use our friends at Sun Auto Service. You know they've been family-owned and operated since 1978. They hire only ASE certified technicians. When it comes to repair and maintenance needs, brake repairs, transmission service, or just an oil change, go see our friends at Sun Automotive. Uh, 405 West Slaughter Lane, 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park, 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown, and in Lakeway, 1206 Ranch Road, 620. Check out all their deals and specials at sunautoservice.com. All right, welcome back, Regulators. This is your deer shooting, flounder gigging, dub blasting, hog dogging, bass catching, mountain climbing, fly fishing, four-wheeling, adrenaline junkie, outdoor zone radio show broadcast to you live from the bunkhouse every Sunday morning, 7 to 9 or 247365 from theoutdoorzone.com. You can find us on all your favorite podcast applications. Just look for theoutdoorzone.com. Now it's time for your news of the weird. Huh? Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird. So we talk a lot about the um, Burmese python problem and all the invasive species problems in Florida. I'm going down there in a couple of weeks, and I'm just trying to figure out which, what can I get, what can I do while I'm there? No more lionfish? You aren't in oh, the I'm, lionfish Yeah, but I'm not going to, it's, I want to make sure it's warm out when I'm doing that. <laughs> okay. If there's any chance that it's going to be, I don't have the there's no such thing as bad weather just bad clothing and i don't have the proper attire to go deep into the ocean uh in case it's cold but a veteran snake hunter in florida makes christmas cookies with eggs from burmese pythons burmese python eggs are an unconventional choice of ingredient but one florida hunter used them as an unexpected ingredient for his classic holiday treat donna callie a veteran python hunter in south florida prepared for christmas with a batch of serpent themed cookie christmas cookies headed out to hunt tomorrow with some fresh rocky road and chocolate almond python egg cookies oh <laughs> I like that. That's pretty interesting. Python it? eggs? Yeah. Cookies just, made with python eggs. No, Callie, they're just made to look like python. No. Callie no, wrote on her Instagram where photos of her culinary creations are intermingled with her hulking reptiles. Callie told the Miami Herald that she freezes the python eggs before incorporating them into her batter. See, I told you, Cody. It's, it's a batter. great source of protein, so if we can find a safe way to use the whole animal and not just the skin, it might encourage more people to get involved in saving the Everglades. When she's uh, when she's fortunate enough to find an egg-bearing female snake during her hunting sessions, the Miami Herald reports, Callie removes the eggs before cooking them hard-boiled in sriracha sauce or into frittatas. 
frittatas. <laughs> I just thought cookies, so, Christmas cookies. Not only Christmas cookies, but also python meat. Oh, do what do they do with the? It says I don't that understand it is it. Puree that it? it's called chicken of the glades by the locals. <laughs> 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 no, they put it. They uh, they pressure cook it so much, and then I don't they know what put that it mean. in. You know, like an instapot. You know, put the uh, snake meat in there. And I, I guess they say, you know, you shouldn't overcook it. It's a little tricky. takes a lot of practice to get the snake just right well, before you serve it. Put it in spaghetti. How do you make cookies with it? She's not like sitting over in there the cracking eggs. eggs. Yeah. Cracking little python eggs. I mean, I picture a yeah. python egg like uh, the size of a nickel. No, it can't Dude, be that a Python is, there's python bigger than you. I get it, there. but they're not they're born well, bigger than me. She's putting them in the batter like you would do. Born creatures, you know, in egg batter you well, put eggs. You in, I mean, egg batter you put in cookie batter. You put eggs in. Check her Instagram. Thirty-inch speckled trout full of eggs. Well, those and are, look at how big those eggs are. Caviar. Come on, man. Right. So that's a whole different thing. It's a reptile. Yeah. Well, you take those eggs take and you just take that little egg sack there and you put a little milk and eggs <laughs> and then you roll it in some flour and then you fry it. And that, them trout eggs. Fry caviar. So yesterday, I was at, redneck. at uh, uh, Christian Life Austin Church Kids Outdoor Zone. Way and go. Yep. Uh, Richard, one of their guys, was in Florida over the, in December, I guess it was. I'm thinking it was December because he came back and he had four bags. So they have a tradition of going squirrel hunting. In northern Florida, and they use 12 and 20 gauge shotguns. Squirrel hunting is a big thing down there. And they don't use little, t- he said, nah, you're chasing these dudes. They're not little 410, shoot them, hiding in the little, they're running because they know better. <laughs> and man, he had four one gallon bags full of uh, skinned squirrel. And so there's bone in, get bone that, in, get that on the plane, man. And they got, and they mm. got that they and they, uh, sure. they had a dozen boys there quartering them out, cutting them up, getting them ready, then battering them, deep frying them. And we had a pile of fried squirrel like no other. And we had that with baked beans and, I sat with the leaders and a dozen boys just around. And I just thought, how cool is that, that these boys who never get to go out and do anything Mm -hmm. like that would get to uh, be a part of something like that. And, man, we ate until we couldn't move. I I like the part of the story where they were a little squeamish because, you know, they were, you know, Oh man, some of them. them well, and, and he had a couple of them that were, you know, with skin on. Uh-huh, he he made it. Off. He made it a point to bring some skin on, so he could show them how to skin them properly, and just the whole process yeah, like a rag. Okay. And I just thought, man, how how and cool it, is that? But for, when they're a little squeamish about that part, but then they. They take a bite. Well, even my oh so my good, grandson, and like, that's all gone after that. My grandson, fuzzy tail rat. Absolutely, rat. my my grandson is not somebody who eats anything that's not like the normal thing. Like him and I made those apple turnovers that I brought you guys this morning. I ate mine. And Cody has it. It was good, so. right? It was good. And we made those yesterday, and he wanted to make them with me. I said, let's just have some fun. And, but he wouldn't eat one. Because the he wouldn't eat one. a little ooey gooey, right? Well, it, it, didn't, come it, it didn't come in a bag. But he wanted eggs and bacon. Yeah. So, and but then we got there, and and so he's like, I'm not eating that. He's seven. And uh, he doesn't say, No, I'm not eating that. He just goes, Kind of like Cody does. And so, that's what But they had a box of chips. And he wanted a bag of chips. And I said, well, you eat one piece of squirrel, you can have a bag of chips. Simple. Wow, you got that down, So he Grandpa. ate one piece, and he goes, well, can I have another one? <laughs> uh-huh. I said, you can have as much as you want. <laughs> much you fried squirrel right as you want to eat. There. 
Anyway, oh, uh, I, I love that. Hey, uh, the FFA says it's long-awaited rules for drones, also known as unmanned aerial vehicles, will address security con- concerns by requiring remote identification technology, in most cases, to enable their identica- identification from the ground. So what's happening now, and I know this is a priority in New York City, Washington, places like that, is that if a drone, you can buy a drone now and just... It used to be you couldn't fly over people at night, like their houses, things like that. But now, that's what's going through. And and it's happening all over the place. You don't... I mean, have you been walking well, along and all of a sudden you heard that? You hear that noise? My wife thinks they're watching our house, but you know. Yeah, you know how many bullets I've wasted on that? <laughs> they are, they are watching your house, oh, yeah. Beef. <laughs> Well, I got a good view right now. It's just the, another uh, reason to carry a shotgun. With the hot tub and, you know, hanging out there and, you know, doing all well, that. Well, you need to, what you need to do is just sit on the patio at Shore Raw Bar and Grill and let all those concerns about drones and python eggs just be washed away. Uh, Shore Raw Bar and Grill serving regional coastal cuisine combining flavors from Texas, Louisiana, and Mexico. Fresh oysters flown in every week. Uh, just a, this crazy variety of oysters. Their, fre- their fish is fresh every week. Their steaks are thick cut. The finest beef. Half, uh, they got The wine list is exquisite. Their desserts are all handmade. Their breads are handmade. They're the, the uh, hottest new restaurant in Austin, Texas. Shore Raw Bar and Grill. Located on Highway 71 West at Covered Bridge. Just west of the Y&O Kill, the Shore Raw Bar and Grill. Go to shoreatx.com for details. Shoreatx.com for details. All right, coming up, we'll talk a little Game Warden Field Notes. Plus, I've got a fresh Sasquatch sighting that we'll <laughs> report on. You get it only one place. It is the Outdoor Zone, live in the bunkhouse, 24-7, 365 at the Outdoor Zone. No, and it's not beefsteak in its hot tub. <laughs> okay. Theoutdoorzone.com. <laughs> Taking those back roads past where the pavement ends, yeah, your Honda can get you there. Where the stars are so bright, that's all you see, yeah, it can get you there too. Every Pilot, Passport, and Ridgeline we sell can be outfitted in countless ways for endless journeys further with available all-wheel drive. The 2021 Honda Passport is a rugged SUV that's fully equipped to turn any outing into an unforgettable adventure. So rise to the challenge wherever the road takes you and buy a new Honda from your local Central Texas Honda dealers live at First Texas Honda, Howdy Honda Round Rock, or Honda San Marcos. Or you can always go fully online at CentralTexasHondaDealers.com. Hello, I'm Forrest Dale Wood, and you're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. It's finally here. Today's the day I had a 12-point buck 50 yards away. But I got a different kind of hunting on my mind. All right, welcome back to the bunkhouse. Welcome back, regulars. You're tuned into the number one Outdoor Zone radio show. Number one outdoor show in Texas right here on the Outdoor Zone radio network. Available live here on Sundays or 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. The show brought to you by Nile Maxwell GMC. If you haven't test-driven the 2020 Sierra 1500, you're missing out. We have hundreds of them on all price to move today you're going to think you're behind the wheel of a luxury vehicle not a high performance pickup now for something truly special the redesigned 2020 terrain is absolutely the vehicle to bring home the new year and with the 2020 models coming in 2021 models coming in we have to make room and that means we're passing on the savings to you with the best price in town on a new gmc don't miss this one it uh is uh, you'll find Nile Maxwell GMC exit 256 in Round Rock or online nilemaxwellgmc.com. See dealer for details. We are professional grade. Thank you, Mr. Graney. Now it's time for your game warden field notes. (laughs) 
These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true Game Warden Field Notes. So I'm a big fan of the national parks. I, I buy a, a uh, annual pass every year. Um, I try to use it as much as possible, but um, and they let you carry now. So, right? and I'm just a big fan of the whole process, and um, you know, participating in. It's one of the reasons why I do certain things. Is and and you buy the national pass and just show your support. I carry it in my wallet, and I, I I'm proud of that. Um, in the, in the national parks, those folks have a lot of work to do. I mean, they're, this year especially, they had millions and millions of visitors through our national parks. And somebody's got to keep an eye on those folks. Uh, on December 27, a National Park Service law enforcement officer at Petroglyph National Monument contact, contacted two individuals who were observed climbing on and among the petroglyph, petroglyph uh, cliff features off trail. The cliffs are protected sacred archaeology archaeological spot site within the park, and hiking is limited to designated trails to preserve local cultural cultural resources. In consultation 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 with the United States Attorney's Office, the mail received citations from being in a closed area off trail, providing false information and failing to comply with lawful order. The female individual received citations providing false information and being in a closed area off trail. So the petroglyphs are the ones where they have the caves where the markings are all scratched in the wall, painted on the walls, cave cave drawings and and the structures are built into the caves and Mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff. And, they uh so that's on tribal land and national forest national parks land and so they work together with the tribal communities to make sure they're cared for and they don't want you to get off it's it's still used by the native tribes for religious ceremonies and and different things it's their land and so the national parks, we're, we're blessed to be able to go through there and experience it and see it. And it is an amazing to think of the culture that lived there all those years ago. You know, we can do that right here in Texas, Seminole Canyon, outside mm-hmm. of Del Rio, down by the Pecos River. They've got the same thing in that uh, in Seminole Canyon uh, Park, where you can go see the pictographs in the cave where they used to run the woolly mammoths off the cliff right there you know and uh then they had a big slaughter rock that is completely looks like it's been glossed over from all the fat you know from uh cutting up all the animals i did not know that yeah you should go there it's pretty cool love that well and so and i and you could go camping out there too and they have those primitive campsites for you bring a tent bring whatever you want man yeah and bring ID of Sasquatch. So I want to hear this. I want to hear this uh, sighting, if that's okay, TJ. I saw the picture, and I wasn't quite sure. It so looked like it, it had snowed, boots on. There it were snowed boots. in the hill country over the weekend, over the past weekend, over New Year's. It was snow on New Year's Eve. It snowed heavy, like several inches of snow. In Kerrville, Rock Springs, Rock Springs up yeah. that direction. Yeah, I saw people posting pictures. So my in-laws have a little place in Rock Springs up the you know top of a hill out there, a mountain up there. It's just you absolutely beautiful. You don't consider beautiful. yourself part of that anymore, huh? What? You said my in-laws. Have well, my a in-laws place. have a place. Yeah. Well, don't you go out there too? Well, yeah, but I don't. I don't pay the note on it. Oh, okay. I let him pay the taxes. <laughs> so. <laughs> That's just, the way to do it, right? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so my in-laws. Uh, so he, uh, my father-in-law has you know game cams and setups, and we hunt out there. And they were out there, and uh, they got a picture, and mm-hmm. it is as good, I believe, 
as any Sasquatch sighting picture you'll ever see. It had boots on. Come on, man. What are you talking about? It's just, it's you don't know that boots. Sasquatch didn't kill some guy and take his boots. Eat him and take his boots. Well, I don't think he ate him. I don't think they so eat what, people. What, what but you, you don't think, think so? It, didn't you ever see that movie where they we scared hit one with their car and then they put him on the roof and they yeah? Don't you remember that? Dude, he's six, really per, pretty passive. Don't you remember that six million dollar <laughs> man episode with Steve Austin and you know of course he was a bionic uh, you know Sasquatch was and they had a fight. The only way to prove Steve Austin. No, nobody. You don't even wa- you didn't watch that. Yeah, so I'm I'm like no. way caught up into the whole. The only way to prove it is somebody's going to have to shoot him. Yeah, shoot Did one. Did you hear that? Did you see that? Yeah. Yeah, it's the only way to do it. Yeah, but what about the guy? You're going to have to bring one in. Strapped to the hood. Or in the bed of the truck. I've been been in ranches where they have seriously claimed Sasquatchial activity and creek beds. You don't think this is serious? Oh, I think it's serious. All right. Don't think he wears hunting boots. That's my problem with it. He didn't have boots on. Where Farm Ranch stored. It was snowy. Of course he had boots on. <laughs> FarmRanchStore.com. There's no better way to ensure a successful farmer ranch operation than to have safe and well-built equipment that you can rely on for years to come. From handling equipment and ranching equipment to fencing, feeders, rodeo arenas, we're proud to offer you the top quality products available on the farm and ranch market today. They have all the hog traps. They have everything you need for your piece of dirt can be found at farmranchstore.com. Go visit our buddies over at farmranchstore.com. Whether it's one acre or a million acres, they have the gear you need. Farmranchstore.com, where the landowner goes to get the work done. All right, coming up next, a whole other hour of the number one outdoor radio show in Texas. We'll... uh, on the flip side, we'll talk a little Smithsonian. If you're intrigued by that, stick around. Or, uh, I don't know, uh, Peter or Report, stick around anyway. uh, Armed Citizens Report. We'll talk guns and uh, vegetable eaters we'll get on you. the flip side. You get it only one place, right here. <laughs> the Outdoor Zone. Catch us 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com.